Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. This nigga about to have 400,000 studios. 20 recording studios, 100 acres of land. I don't even know the specifics, man. I was going to Google it, but I don't really give a fuck. I just know that Tyler Perry is about to have the biggest studio on this side of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, it's going to be bigger than Hollywood. They're dubbing it Black Hollywood down in Atlanta. Uh, and I am so excited for Tyler Perry to transform Hollywood into even more mediocre and terrible <laughs> movies. <laughs> I'm so ex- Welcome back early 2000s black film. Facts. Man, Deliver Us from Eva 2 is about to go off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm all for, you know, having a, uh, a safe space for, yeah. uh, you know, lesser talented actors to get their shit off. Woo. But I feel like, you know, if he outsources that shit, because I'm a big proponent of what he got with the acquisition that he made. Yeah, it's amazing. If he can outsource that to some of the, the rising talent, yeah, that'd be especially great. that looks like us. Yeah. That's the big part. Is, you know, but, well, you know, they already did uh, portions of they did portions of Black Panther on that studio ground already. Yeah, so. it's been open for a while, yeah, right? Yeah, so he's already, yeah, it is. But this was just the grand Yeah, opening. yeah, now he's just getting, you know what I'm saying, getting all that paper. All these um, all these celebrities coming through. Oprah came through, of course, you know, Oprah and Tyler Perry are like the best of friends. Right. I'm really excited, though. I'm kind of excited to see how um, how black film will progress in the future because it's been a, it's been an interesting journey, journey Yo, black if film. that you nigga I mean? bought UPN? Wow. You know, he Whoa. started, um, I just so I got Hulu over the weekend and it has commercials. I ain't watched a commercial in a long time. That's <laughs> 30 second thing. spot? Oh my God. A 90 second spot, oh, bro. They had the back a back to back joints. BET Plus. Ooh. As you know, it's one of these, another. You, hey, man, look. Yeah, you know, if you, you know, were I, listening to the podcast 25 know. weeks ago, we know. said this. We've been talking we about this. We said that these major corporations they ain't going to do nothing to break down cable. Right. So the $191 that you pay for cable right now per month, that's what my line brother told me you pay for cable, $191. No, no, sir. They're they just cutting that down. No, sir. So now it's 50 for Hulu, 50 for YouTube, you got 40 Netflix. for Did, You got to have Disney Plus. You got to have the Disney Plus. Got to have BET you gotta Plus. Have, well, BET Plus for whatever. There's HBO Max. Oh, Tyler Shit on that, right? right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a HBO whole Max, yeah. So shout out to Tyler Perry for getting in the game, man. Also saw over the weekend there's a can't remember the dude's name, it was a black dude who bought up like twenty three um T V stations as well. Byron Allen actually had oh, yeah? in my notes as well. Yeah. A word? I didn't know it was twenty three. I, I know he has a shitload already. He's, you know, one of the richest black men. That's crazy. Black people in America. But uh, he just bought, like a couple weeks ago, this nigga just bought 11 stations. Now, a lot of these are like local stations in different parts. Can you buy a station? No, no. (laughs) I'm just giving context. I'm like, this nigga ain't buying up TNTs all over the place. I'm just saying. But but what he's doing is he's buying up like weather channels, like super local municipal channels, Mm -hmm. the ones that we usually skip over. Okay. And I think this is very similar to like how. White people and the rich are like buying up land with gentrification. Okay, you know they're buying it. They're buying up properties and areas that don't have high demand, that you know mm. don't have a lot of visibility in terms of the city. Yeah, they buy it up, spruce it up for the low, and sell it high, or keep it. And so it's just good to see people like Tyler Perry, Byron Allen, yeah, taking that same kind of function but applying yeah. it to something else that's not really going to hurt. It's a value add to our people, not necessarily a, a detractor. That's true, man. Yeah, but yeah, congratulations to, to Tyler Perry, man. I can't wait to see uh, Boo 
Medea uh, <laughs> Halloween 3. Yeah, they got to bring back everything, bro. Everything. That big of a, a compound, you got to bring back girlfriends. You got to bring back smart guy. Yo, you got to bring back guy. sister, sister. You got to bring all that shit back, you know? I want, are there enough black creatives to actually fulfill the needs? It's got to yeah. be, right? It's got to yeah. be, right? You got niggas it's working in right. chicken shacks down in Atlanta. Them niggas could Ready. be on a set. That's true. Ready. That's, That's true. a fact. Atlanta That's niggas, they are Atlanta some of the most hustling niggas I've ever That's met. That's true. That's a fact. And bro. communal with it, too, for the most part. So I think it's a good recipe. I don't think if you put that shit up here in D.C., I don't know if we would get that same type of traction. Yeah. Actually, I highly doubt that, that shit would ever man. happen. But anyway. Man, it, oh, man. You know what, dog? Before we even go a little too far. Okay. Oh, welcome to the Over Show, the podcast. This is your chance to eavesdrop on two professional creatives as we discuss the sources, happenings, and inspirations from the creative industry, from film to production to music to culture. Join us each week as we push the envelope on the possibilities of the creative industry. Our hosts for this week, of course, are your boy, producer, your main man, 200 grand, creative director extraordinaire, BMO Brown. What's up, baby? How you doing, people? What up, BMO? How you doing, bro? What's up, man? Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. of course, to my right, we have... Yo, it's Mr. Backpack, Backpack Matt, Uh-oh. SBO shit, the silent yeah. partner. Gang, gang. You know, one, the, the ones silent, who know... The silent no. partner. The ones who know, no. <laughs> producer, know. digital creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supply chain, you name it, man. I do it all, so... That's right, baby. And we do it all. always, we're coming to you live from the lobby of the Line Hotel, right here on Full Service Radio. From Chocolate City, baby. What's good? Hit some signals in my body. Yeah. Yo, like Terrence Howard for a minute. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> not the flower light. No silence. <laughs> <laughs> in the booth, we have the producer extraordinaire, Miss Alexia. Hey, girl. Hey. Yo. Audio might not I be on right nah, now, but cool, she the illest. Cool. Hey, hey her, don't don't worry about. It. She, she just know she one of the quick. illest engineers slash producers in the game. So ill, she Facts. don't need to speak. And of course, as Seriously always, on it. we have our photographer. She might say a couple words. She might jump in if we get off the rail, Miss Elise. How you doing, sweetheart? Elise. Oh shit! It's time. Elise, you got to come to this mic. Uh, welcome again to another episode of the Over the Show, the podcast. We just had Tom Tom walk in the door. What's up, Tom Tom? How you feeling, baby? You. Yeah, you man, want to so. introduce? You want to introduce our guest? Let me let me let me sit down and get myself situated right quick. Oh, because you came on. Shoot, Tom Tom got the backpack on. Yeah, he man. does. He, oh, he's he doing my shit better than stealing me. Stealing brands, bro. Nah, I got caught wow. lacking. I don't even got an army, dog. Oh, damn. damn. Not even strapped. Backpack, man. Doesn't strap, have the backpack. Bro. It's in the car, man. It's in the car. I don't know if I understand that. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? The versatility, you know what I'm saying? And as always, we have our our third member of the group, Mr. Tom Tom. What's up, baby? Hey, 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 how y'all doing? We're doing good, man. You want to introduce our guest? Yeah, yeah, my man, Serrano Barnes. Serrano Barnes. Welcome to Over the Shoulder, man. Give us a brief little intro, if you will. What's up, y'all, man? Um, Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Um, Serrano Barnes. I am a school transformation specialist, student support specialist at Inglewood Unified School District. Uh, I'm a chef. I manufacture sauces, and I create events. Okay. Sauce God, the sauce, sauce boss, sauce boss, the sauce boss, sauce boss. Well, I think it's that. <laughs> well, <laughs> what we like to say is the boss of all sauces. Boss of all sauces. Let me get the brand right. Quick. Yeah. I want to make sure I get it right. The boss of all sauces. Where you from, man? Um, originally from Los Angeles, California. Raised in Wisconsin. Okay. Nice. You know, I went to Howard. Nice. Oh yeah? yeah, fellow Howard brother. What's mm, up, man? Yeah. Happy homecoming, man. Welcome yeah, that, home. That, 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 that was my forward. Little, that was mm-hmm. my little trick in the back. I knew he was from Howard. I knew you went to Howard. That's Howard. right. 
forward. That's what's up, baby. I feel you, man. Welcome to the show. I think it's time for the word, word of, of the, the day. day. Of the, the day. day. Word of the day brought to you by Dictionary doc, Dictionaries Apps dot com. Whatever shit. the fuck it is, man. They got to know some bread before I say their name. We be getting the words though. Maybe getting it, man. Hey, backpack. You got to get it, man. I don't got. I don't got that. So the word of the day is ironically wordy. Oh, that's right. whack. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we do such a bad job of like so so we say the word of the day we give is from dictionary.com. Yeah. Uh, we say the word word of the day is wordy. It's a noun. It means a person with an enthusiastic interest in words or language, a logo file. So an example of this would be a new board game that will appeal to wordies of yeah. all ages. So now everybody has to go around and try to put the try to get a little spin on it. Yeah. So I heard. I, speaking of the Howard alums in the building, I heard yeah. uh, Kanye stepped on campus and he got a little wordy uh, with some of the shit that he was saying. But for the most part, the choir ensemble was fire. Allegedly. Yeah, that's what I hear. I, I hear the know. talent was immaculate. And the worst part of it was while Kanye was going off on his rants, there was no one in the crowd that was wordy. Mm, nobody. nobody wanted to retort. Nobody. That was <laughs> interesting to me. To yeah. retort. Nobody wanted to retort. Are people scared to like? To I'm sorry. Then he say some shit like uh, a like if if the slave catchers try to throw a net, let's not try to stand at all in the same place. Yeah. But he said that to a group of niggas all standing in the same place. Right. And then and then something funny, he said something to the effect of like, does this look like I'm canceled or some shit? Yeah. Like Kanye hurt man. Kanye's hurt. So from my, from my people who uh, who actually hurt. went to the joint, they said the first thing they can notice is like he actually is real butthurt of about being quote unquote canceled. The only thing I mean, I've said my piece on Kanye before, and I know we got to move forward. But uh, what I will say is uh, I will echo the sentiment of what I saw on Twitter from somebody who said, "Damn, of all the errors in which he could have came to Howard, yeah, it really shut shit down." He came now. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you can't be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Get your That's bread, true. you know, you know, spread your, your gospel. That's true. But uh, it would have been nice to have him during some of those other eras of Kanye. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Like, oh, how would especially like Facts. that that Kanye, that yeah. old school Kanye. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Graduation Kanye, late registration yeah. Kanye. That was the wordy Kanye. That was the wordy Kanye. That was the wordy Kanye. Yeah. That nigga's wordy everywhere, bro. Because because real rap, like I looked at the um I looked at the photos, you know what I'm saying? Like, if this was like Kanye back in the G, that whole yard would have been full. Totally different. I would have been there. Like I would have been there. The whole yard would have been full. I would have been there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, ain't no so way. Both the Howard the Howard folks at this table didn't go? No, I ain't go. I ain't go. I found out about the shit the day before too. So like yeah, like we knew we knew we knew what was popping prior to prior to the Saturday rolling around. Yeah. Niggas yeah, was nah, like, nah, nah, I'm, nah, I'm good. Nah, cool. He done I'm straight. Man. Yeah. I'm straight, man. Let's knock out some of these segments. Oh, do oh, you know what your mind if I go too deep, man? Yeah, go, go ahead. Go on in, play. Man, look, here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing, man. As a content curator, I find it pivotal to constantly investigate that which inspires, confounds, and disrupts creativity. Each week, I explore one creative concept, deconstruct it to a creative atoms, and analyze its foundations in hope of expanding the discovery of the creative process. This week, I want to talk about my event. I'm going to suck myself off, folks. Oh, I'm mind, sorry. Man. Yeah, yeah I've already stepped back. So suck myself off. <laughs> Stop Look, un- he looks so uncomfortable right now. His elbows are tucked in. Pulse. So over the weekend, the uh, we didn't have a show last week, but over the past week, I uh, was able to pull off a production with the help of the silent partner over here to my right, and okay. some of my friends over in D.C. at the Creative Hands Studio, uh, uh, a show called Urbane. And Urbane was designed to 
really be intentional about providing an intimate situation in which people could get close enough to the culture to touch. And honestly, fellas, the thing that surprised me most mm. is that motherfuckers was really about that shit. Like people were really about intentionally having an intimate time. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times when we're surfing parties, we had this discussion at happy hour the last time uh, we had a show after the show. We're talking about the concept of people who put on events and they just seem kind of like empty and they seem kind of bland. Right. And I took that discussion and I took it to heart and I took it into my reflection time. And I thought about it in terms of like being a chef. And it's very interesting that there's a chef that's sitting across from me, right? And I wrote an email out to my followers and I said something to the effect that uh, as a chef, I would be really upset if I intentionally went out to have bad food. Why would I have bad food if I practice if I have researched, if I have tried to master the practice of good food. But at the same time, as an optimist, I can't blame bad food for the lack of good food. Bad food should actually be a catalyst for a reason or should be the the start point of a journey towards what you think is actually good good food. And so while last week I was a little more vitriol about some of these Bitch ass people. I'm sorry. Excuse me. About some of these hey, lazy ass like people. I'm sorry. My yeah, bad, speak my your bad, truth, bro. Never apologize. About some of these social community organizers who put on events um, with so much culture around them, the only thing they can do is celebrate a motherfucking sandwich. I see these things around me, <laughs> and I decided to not let them upset me, but use them as a platform to move forward. And was what inspired me the most is when I was sitting in this. Uh, urbane environment which was a secret location with a, a secret password I looked out into the audience and people were actually engaging people were listening everybody signed up for the email list people bought the merch the lady who was there she sold out her merch people couldn't get out the door I couldn't push people out the door fast enough because people wanted to continue to engage with the audience and what surprised me most was the fact that people was actually about that shit mm-hmm. We've talked about it before on this podcast. We said, maybe like in the early two episodes, that the future of entertainment is intimacy. We see that these major corporations like HBO and BET are trying to uh, nuance their their content and, and present it to the people so that it seems like a more one-on-one experience. I think as creatives, though, we need to follow that same step. Get back to, get back to being intimate with the audience, having one-on-one touches, because you will be lost. And that's Beatmo Goes Too Deep. If you can't find it, swim for it. Word. Now, uh, as somebody who actually went to Urbane, just trying to enjoy it, I loved it. I had a great experience. Yeah. Uh, brought a wonderful date out. Had a uh, great time <laughs> nice. there. Uh, a wonderful shout out, date. Shout out to uh, OGK. For, yeah, uh, shout out to OGK. Uh, man. You know, coming up there, displaying his work um, and speaking on it and getting a lot of feedback, you know, so... Somebody who is a business with him, it's good to yeah. see him excel. I see I got you got the hat, hat on. You see, I got the hat so, on. Yeah, merch was real family. support. Yeah, man. You know, he got some opportunities, potential international opportunities that came international from that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you he know, did. Uh, we'll see. You'll see. Oh, but, um, how you don't know? Because huh, there's a lot of international people there. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, Tom. Yeah, Tom. It was, it was, I marketed to like a very specific crowd, mm-hmm. and a whole different crowd came. Yeah. But a whole different crowd. Like my crowd was there, but at the same time, there was another fifteen people that was like, yeah. I don't even, I don't have no idea where the fuck these people came from. Hey man, I, I international mean, my, interns. That's my, what they were. Unfortunately, I couldn't attend because I, I had, okay. had a lot going on. No, no, I want to actually pivot the conversation from that intimate conversation over to what you did over the weekend. Right, I got you. But I, what I what I wanted to say is, I'm not really surprised you know? that, that it turned out the way it did. Okay, because. Being completely honest, if the timing wasn't as it was, 
I was like excited to go to it. True. You see what I'm saying? Like I knew what you were presenting and how the thought, like as in pretty much as it articulate and, and intelligent as you are, I wouldn't really expect anything less from you. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate you see what I'm that. saying? Because like like I said, the way it was presented, everything was 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 set up. I knew it was going to be good. I appreciate and that. Li- and like we said, we really only needed eh, a handful of people to come. Real talk. And then we, we, we would go from there. But That's right. That's right. I'm sure from what I'm hearing, you, it went way over that number. Yeah. I, want, I want to get back to the intimate setting, though. But Serrano, like, you know, just in your expertise in um, food, uh, hospitality, I kind of guess in that same kind of space, what are you seeing in terms of trends with intimate spaces for people to gather and eat and type of cuisine that they eat in those spaces as opposed to large big box buildings and stuff like that and big restaurants that you might have seen in the past i mean we're just we're in a a place now where people are more open and attached to their food and their li- and their and their drinks their beverages Damn. you know what i'm saying Very particular. so you know you don't just want the run of the mill cuz i can make the run of the mill at home right you know what i'm saying so like when i'm stepping out or like when we when we're coming up with um you know, menu items for our events. Like, it's not cliche. You know what I'm saying? It's not It's not the norm. Like, you know, me and my partner for our catering company, everybody's like, well, why don't you just do, like, soul food? And I was like, because every nigga does soul food. Yeah. Yeah. Like, True. we don't want to do that. We want to do <laughs> other shit. Well, it's going to make me you know different what I'm saying? if I do that. So they're like, oh, well, you know, can you do shrimp and grits? I can do shrimp and grits, but you have you ever had brisket and grits? Mm. You see, see that's, you know, that's his that, face that, just now. That's, just that, that's that chef at work. That's, that's chef at work. So like, you know, we just went. We did uh, uh, tea tot, which is uh, Taco Tuesday on Thursday. I just, so I just love that name. I for, had to interrupt <laughs> for for the past four years. You know, we brought tea tot to our homecoming. You know, so every Thursday before homecoming shenanigans begin. You know, and there are plenty shenanigans. There are plenty shenanigans. Uh-huh. Um, we partake in tacos. You know, so you know we bust down the menu. We always make a sangria. We always have uh, bison blue bourbon margaritas. You mm. know, that kind of put that people delicious. in their in their Bruh. on their level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like for this year, you know, the only the only constant that we really have is the bison blue bourbon margarita. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else has the ability to change. Um, and I like it that way because right. it allows us to be creative. It allows for um, the the consumer base to be like, you know, this is not something I can get anywhere else. Right. So, like, this year for the menu, you know, I did some oxtail barbacoa tacos. Man, nice. You know what I'm saying? You know how blown I was when I got there and there weren't none left? Yeah, man. Mm. They, they ran through everything. I can see it in your face right now. But, mm. like, <laughs> just, just, just the makeup of, like... Um, Shredded oxtail, you know, a bed of arugula, cilantro, mm-hmm. pickle red onions, radishes, mm. and some light damn sauce. You Niggas know what I'm saying? Light damn like sauce. Yeah. Shit. You know, yeah, so the light damn sauce is our pineapple ginger sauce. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, because, you know, with the barbacoa, the barbacoa can be <laughs> a little <laughs> spicy. You I know what I was doing when I brought this guy here. So, so, so like, <laughs> it has the ability to be a little spicy, so you needed something to curve that. So yeah. I, I brought the, the pineapple ginger in and, like, smooth it out. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the only taco that I had because, obviously, we ran out of tacos. Right, right, right. Um, but that shit was fucking fire. Mm, wow. You know, so we did that. We did um, General Souls uh, 
chicken tinga taco, mm. wonton shell. I like the creativity. You know what I'm saying? The flips, wonton shell. You know, did a broccoli slaw with some scallions and roasted sesame seeds. I don't even fuck with slaw, but that sounds broccoli slaw sounds amazing. Additional general soul sauce. Had that. Did some beer batter. Um, oh, say less. Cod, shrimp, oh. tacos, ah. with some uh, <laughs> cabbage pico de gallo, some some chipotle aioli, mm. and um, some guacamole salsa. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Top that off, and then we did um, pork belly bami tacos. You know, Love so pork roasted belly. pork belly, um, cucumber slaw. With uh, mm. all right, all right, all right, all right. You know, <laughs> so you, 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 you got shrimp, 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 shrimp brulee, shrimp. We got great. You got we got you got to calm down, Sarah. You got to calm down. We got a whole how much time we got? Nah, now? but first off, drop drop the socials now because I know people are listening. The niggas already like right hey. now. We want to ask you to drop your social so, media again, but drop it right now. So oh okay, so we got to go to rundown. Um, so yeah, for the sauce, it's the gdsauce.com. Um. You need catering needs and services. It's uh, GrandChefsLA.com. Um, for events, the mixed play series. Um, yeah, we ain't even getting to that yet. Yeah. So T yeah, well, hold, on, hold 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 on. We're gonna get to that. Okay. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But before we get to that though, because you're gonna have me in a food trance. Man, I need you to say what's in the bag first, man. Okay, he, let me get my shit. He trying to be way. delicious. Yeah, man. you can just go down this this rabbit hole. <laughs> my 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 segment has <laughs> nothing to do with it. A little bit though. So all right, a couple of shout outs um this week since we didn't do last week. All right, so shout out to Simone Biles for becoming the most decorated athlete in history. Shout out, shout out. Uh, obviously, we just shouted out Tyler Perry, so that's that. And shout out to Wale for dropping his new album, his True. new studio album. That's right, Wow, dude. that's crazy. I He's actually think that's one, right of his, one of his best albums, like I'd say top three. I wouldn't say it's his best, but it's good to see him return back to that type of style and putting out that type of album that yeah. resonates with me oh, as a man. day one fan who's been listening since I was 14, 15 oh, years old. So, I gotta check that out then. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah I was about to say the same thing. I haven't I, listened to it yet. Yeah, because yeah. I get, I, you know, while they come through, I'll be like, mm. right. You know, right. But, you, but, you know, 0405 to like 2010 that oh, yeah. was like that's, gold that's, era for that's what I need there's so many different you styles know, I need black and gold while exactly it. yes mm. you know the different product working with uh, Mark Ronson mm. and the 100 miles and running tape oh, yes. back to the features yes, mm. yes. That's, you know, that's the way back to the features exactly. yeah, so um, mm. you know if I can if I can, if podcast, I can graze you know, Dig Dug Wale. Ooh, then yeah, I'll yeah. Be, paint a picture. Yeah, so I'll that was his first album, Dig Dug. Uh, you see my man right Hate, is, right hate is the New Love. So Hate is the New Love was so. a mixtape that I really got onto, which was, I think, his second one. Right. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Wale. I see he's doing his thing. He's getting a lot Damn, of- this uh, makes me excited. Yeah, he's getting, right. a lot of, getting a lot of credit. <laughs> and out the gate, the intro is dope. It's, okay. You know, it starts right. out strong. It's a great project. I'll say that. Uh, all right. That so right unrelated now. to all that shit, uh, Wells Fargo and McKenzie- and co analysts are predicting a 200,000 personnel reduction in banking industry jobs. So that's like call center specialists, front office, and Dang. traders too, due to technological automation. So I've talked about this before. Automation is computers replacing job functions of people. Uh oh. So I over the back. next 10 years, they're expecting for the banking industry to remove 200,000 jobs, mm. the, the largest kind of reduction ever projected. So we're already starting to see it with banking apps using chatbots. 
Yeah. As soon as you log in to talk to I you. I hate those things. Right. Yeah, me too. Bro. And, you know, chatbots are programs that use machine learning. So that's basically a fancy marketing term for fast analytics on a ridiculous amount of data and artificial intelligence. So it's allowing these programs to respond wait, wait. to you. Those chat people aren't real? So so most of the time they're not. <laughs> what is that real time time? Allowing you, know, you ain't know that. Come no. on. Well, I didn't know that thing, either, allowing man. these pe- these programs to respond to you without the re- the need for human interaction. So right now, as it stands, the chatbots, the computer will talk and do the first couple questions like, "Hey, what are you here for? What do you need?" Da da da. And at a certain point, they can't answer more particular questions, so they'll pass it off to like a tier one specialist, mm-hmm. so somebody who could take over from there. But they're saying in the next ten years, which I think is going to be faster than that. There won't be a tier one specialist. There won't be a, somebody on the other end of that chatting with you. It'll be fully automated because these programs are being able to research all the things that we, the words that we use, how we use them, inflection, different languages. So they can guide a whole conversation based off artificial intelligence from the data that we've given it. But wow, that's 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 something I wanted to touch on with the technology. I still got a whole nother half. Does AI have empathy? Phone. Like if I call up to if I chat with my Citibank person to ten years, can I get my overdraft fee uh, taken off my account? If they build that into the program, uh, I'm gonna need build, for them to do that. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need them to do yeah, that because any, anything that's can critical. be done. But more than likely, they're doing these things because you know they're able to get more money out of that. If a, right. if a computer tells you no, as opposed to talking on the other line to a human who might humanize with you and you know work some type of deal out with you essentially you're saying it's not going to work out no no we're going to pay the 35 that's what it sounds like so that that part is from bloomberg so i also read another article from color lines and it says so as you may know the racial wealth gap disparity between blacks and whites is pretty severe so currently white families hold 10 times the amount of wealth as blacks crazy mckinsey is also predicting that the rise in automation right the same topic um, and other digital technologies will widen the gap even further, right. particularly for black men ages 18 to 35 who do not have a college degree. Aww. So as an aside, shout out to black women who are not only the top ranked demographic when it comes to earning advanced degrees, but also working in areas of the economy which plan to grow. So some of the examples that the article mentioned were in-home health aides, nursing assistants, personnel care aides. I know that sounds kind of weird because how are they getting the most degrees? but. Yeah. The industries in which most of them are working in are aid positions. Uh, But basically, black women are posed to fare better during this digital transformation, speaking of transformations, Mm. that the country is currently going through. So a quick take, uh, a quote taken straight out of the article, the largest amount of projected African-American job disruption from automation could be in the areas with the largest African-American populations, particularly in megacities. So we're talking Chicago, Washington, D.C., and even cities like Detroit and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So to further tie the two articles together, if the rise in automation causes job displacement, causing job displacement is affecting workforces and in industries like banking from top to bottom. So it's, it's some traders are going to get fired, too. What do you think is going to happen to black people? If automation is getting some of these rich, high ranking officials out the way because their job is no longer needed and African-Americans are working in industries that are over indexed, mind you, in industries Damn. that are about to like regress what is the state of black culture in, in 10 years from now well i hope it transforms back to creation and maybe even agriculture some shit that we actually need to put our hands back on because if if it's going to be a continuing trend in like digital type shit either we got to own it control it or we about to get bounced the fuck out right yeah i, I think you know working within the school district and and having conversations with kids you know all the time um 
I think we're slowly moving into a place of a kind of mutual understanding um, in regards to like entrepreneurship skills, right, right, you yeah. know, bringing the trades back because it's certain things that people are always going to need things for. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, what is it called? Uh, uh, it's recession proof jobs. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like barbers, so it's like HVAC, exactly. Plumbers, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So like getting back into that, but then really putting the power in the kids hands to actually, um, come up with occupations that they could do, you know, from an entrepreneur stance standpoint, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't need X, Y, and Z for this to happen or for this to occur. You can, you can secure the bag, you know, by oh, yourself. Wow. And a lot of kids are moving towards that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like even even with um, like looking at your YouTube sensations and things like that, like kids are gravitating towards those things. Right. You know, and I think that it's gonna it's gonna be a change in the guard once, you know, we start to 100% realize that black black people move the culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like once we start taking advantage of that culture and cultivating that, then the kids are going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now they see more people of color in power positions now than they ever have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because one of the things that probably really kept uh, that wealth gap, you know, so far from each other was like public service jobs. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now you got more people of color getting into politics. Yeah. You know? So like that's gonna continue. Yeah. Because yeah. like if you didn't have civics in in high school, then you don't know that folks continue to get paid. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. it's like that that changes things. Mm. You know? So I think ultimately we'll be okay. Um but I think we definitely need to go back into the trades and really kind of big kids up on on those skills because a lot of parents you know especially when we were kids growing up you know oh, i want you to be a doctor i want you to be this and everybody has something that they want to do you know like i want to cook all day i want to cook all day and listen to the dealer that's all i want to do you know what i'm saying so it's like so it's like for me like i have to dance this dance so hopefully my sons don't you know what i'm saying so like when they grow up and they like man i just want to do I just want to do this. And, and they're be like, already in you know, position to do that. They're already in position. You right. know what I'm yeah. saying? Definitely. I would say Legacy. trades, but especially we need to make sure that our youth, as well as ourselves, so this demographic, black men ages 18 to 35, uh, which most of us in the room are kind of in that demographic, are need to be more up on technology, mm-hmm. not just the entrepreneurship, because we preach entrepreneurship, but we also need to show them the tactics behind entrepreneurship. Because right. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everybody can claim to be an entrepreneur, but if you don't got your operations and ducks in a row, you ain't really going to real much of, You're not really going to make much of an impact. So I think technology, when you look at, I'm, I'm in the cybersecurity space for my job, so I get to see the statistics all the time. And one of the main reasons driving automation, right, the use of computers to replace jobs, is the fact that there's a skills gap. Right. So there, there's not enough people, period, to mm. handle the functions. So now tech companies are moving towards building programs to do that. Wow. So the way I see it, we need more black people, women, obviously black girls code and some of those initiatives that have already been stood up for black women are doing very well. We need more of those for black boys. Yeah. Right. Because if there's a discrepancy in the skills or the jobs that are out there, but it's not enough people who have the qualifications to fulfill them, that means that the people who do get those jobs get a premium in terms of their salary. Right. So if we can gear more black youth, including ourselves, uh, you know, 
towards technology and entrepreneurship and creativity and that intersection, I think we're going to be in a great place. Right now, it's kind of there with the creative and the entrepreneurship, but yeah, not yeah. really fully with the technology. Right. And technology right. is, is pervasive everywhere. Everything you do, cooking, uh, hospitality, experiences, everything, the events that we put on, everything touches technology yeah, like definitely. three or four or five times before we even get to the people. Right. So we need to start thinking with that type of framework so that we can get ahead. So basically what I wanted to kind of touch on. So I'm glad we were able to get that. Get that going. I appreciate it, man. man. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt went deep in the back, didn't yeah, he? did deep, deep in the back. It's wet at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So, the crazy uh, part about it is as, he as, left as, his backpack as, in the car. Yeah, that's as, right. as we've been sitting here talking, though, one thing that I, I've, I've always enjoyed about Serrano's experiences is the names of everything that he does. Like, for example, the, the chef group that he's part of is called Grand Chef Auto, and their mm. little slogan is, uh, ain't no such things as halfway cooks. Mm. And sure. then the mixed plate series, nice which, <laughs> bars, bars. The mixed plate series, which I'll be doing him a disservice if we didn't talk about. Yeah, like we have to break that down, and like because cause once I heard it, I was like excited to even be in the midst of them. Yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to to Tom Tom for uh, I mean, bringing come through with the guests, man. man. All right, I'm ready now, brother. Come on, Serrano. So, so Tell break me down, about break down the mixed plate, the mixed plate, the creativity behind all the right. name. So, um, like I love hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I love hip-hop. I love to cook. So, in moving from New Orleans to Los Angeles to pursue this food life, you know, um, we were initially on track to get a food truck. Hmm. Hence the name Grand Chef Auto. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Makes um, sense. Play on Grand, Chef, uh, Grand Theft Auto, of course. But it's just, we're a truck. We move around. Getting y'all these vittles. Right, and, right, right. And it is what it is. You know, so then um ain't no such thing as halfway cooks. It's like I didn't I didn't go to culinary art school. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've been cooking since I was about 10 years old. So it's like I stay in my lane for what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody ever hit me over the head like, well, you know, you're not real. Your your food isn't this. Like, we always have the fire reviews. Yeah. So and coming up with Grand Chef Auto, I needed a vehicle to move and to and to bring in consumers to taste the food to see, you know, where we're at, what we need to keep, what we need to throw away. So then that's when we came up with the idea of the mixed plate series, like a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you see, you see that there? Yeah, I got it. Got it. <laughs> so we run we ran the mixed plate. We ran the mixed plate series as like an all-inclusive uh food food um and art party so it was like Mm, mm. we would cater towards a particular album and like which album the snack listing you know i'm saying would be the track listing yeah cater to the food i'm with it and then like what the djs would play would be specific for around that time frame, that genre, yep. that album. You know what I'm saying? So like we did uh we did an R. Kelly Jump um before he was straight gooned out. Mm. Um and gooned it was out called, is a great way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Gooned and it was out. called Twelve Plates. You know what I'm saying? Twelve so, plates, twelve okay. plates. We'll let that slide. We'll let that play. Yeah, yeah that was know, good. That was good. That was, was good. good. So yeah. so we did twelve plates. Um we did Southern Playlist, Cadillac Foodie Music. Okay. 
Um, What's the dessert selection for the R. Kelly joint? Like some with the chocolate factory? Um, <laughs> nah, nah. It was it was specific. <laughs> it was specific to the Twelve Play album. Okay. So I for, I forgot what it was. That was funny actually. Um, <laughs> but we did the biggie. There was a biggie one, right? Yeah, that was ready to die. You know what I'm saying? Ready to die. Y'all yeah. niggas clever, man. So you know, <laughs> so we we smart. we got all these joints. You know what I'm saying? And we were gonna. Close out the year with uh, Michael Jackson's Gorilla okay. on his birthday, but like some came up and we we paused on that. Um, and then we just rolled in to we came back to Howard and we did the mix plate about Howard, mm. a Wale joint. Right, right. You see how that comes <laughs> back irony. around, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> and that was gonna be like all things Howard. You know what I'm saying? And just D.C. in general and, you know, love for the district. So that happened. And, you know, T-Tot happened. But T-Tot has been our prolonged event. Why on Thursdays? Why not? When our taco's not good. Every day so much. So why not Taco Thursday? Because it's Taco Tuesday. because, Because Taco Tuesday is the staple. Right. So you need that. To draw people in, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you'd be like, "Yeah, it's Taco Thursday," and then people don't look at you like you stupid. Taco, yeah. But if you like, it's like, no, nah, it's Taco Tuesday on, on Thursday. Thursday. You know what I'm saying? So everybody knows what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna have yeah, tacos. That's, that's very we're true. gonna have margaritas. <laughs> we have a sangria. Mm-hmm. You know, we doing all the things that we love on Tuesday. On Thursday. On Thursday, and we might be off mm. on Friday. Yeah. You yeah. know, so <laughs> it just adds a little more. That's fine. A little more, you know, fire to it, man. Because if you tell me I can get gourmet tacos anytime, yeah, outside of Tuesday, yeah, that's happening. You're there. Yeah, your face right. The people at home can't see it, but nah. your face is dead ass serious. Like, right he's been talking like a proud father. Yeah, for about like twenty minutes. Yeah, nah, about these tacos. Yeah, hey, I want to know. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Was somebody behind me just that? No, I, I didn't. You, 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 I don't know. Oh, man. I don't, have, I don't have oh, a man. Um, so what uh, type of people, like, what is the... Hey, thanks, Matt. You know, com- it seems like a communal experience. Like, it's... So what type of faces are you seeing out there? What types of walks of life? What type of conversations are you getting into with the people who come out? Like, what are the testimonials that you get from these experiences that you put on? Um, for the most part, you know, we... Uh, we pretty much have our regulars in. We had some new, we had some newbies this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, how do we, how do we space it out? How do we garner more interest from folks that you know might not have experienced, you know, what we're talking about? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, the, the breakdown is one, people want to come out, you know, because of the menu. Right. So like, we really push the menu heavy. Yeah. This year, you know what I'm saying. So everybody's like, "Hmm, oxtail tacos." Yeah. That doesn't even sound right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So right. like, that's piquing people's interest. It, um, it sounds like why hasn't this been? Yeah. Right. That right. really does. been out here sooner. That's kind of the, yeah. You know. So so people are feeling that, and then like the fact that we always do vegetarian and pescatarian options. Yeah. Smart. You know Inclusive. what I'm saying. Gotta be. Let me ask you a question, event man to event man. How, okay, (laughs) just an event man to event man. What I've noticed when I started in the event game is that if you don't do it right, an event 
if it goes from six to nine, it will only live from six to nine. So how do you develop content around your event to make sure that your event lives to a whole nother 365 so you can come back on a Thursday a year later and still be popping? Man, like, um, I guess that just goes for the partners, the people that come through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they always have such a good time and they're like... They set the culture. They set it. They set it up. Like I don't. I don't really do much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like outside of providing the food, providing the space. Right. But the people, right. they make the event. Yeah. So like when they go back and they're like, oh man, that tea time was popping. The X, Y, and Z. Oh, that sangria was so fire. That margarita got me faded. You know what I'm saying? Like that makes other people want to come through. Yeah, but you also set the. The music that's being played, yeah, you themes around it. So it's, DJs the food fine. is an experience yeah, I mean, in and of itself, but, and how they interact with but, that. But you know, we just, you know, I got a DJ we've been rock, rocking with. Shout out to DJ Big Mike at Soul Lab. He's from Baton Rouge, so like he's been coming up and he's been doing tea top for us. Yeah. You know, for the past three years, yeah, mm-hmm. past three years, um, and I just let him cook. You know, like. I just let him cook. I don't, I don't ask him to do anything special. Mm-hmm. You know, I just say, you know, feed the crowd, you know, give them what they want. In. And then he go, yeah, he does. He does. He goes, mm. he goes all the way in. So, you know, he just gets the good vibe because the ages that come through, you know, it varies because hip hop and, and music just in general transcends so many different mm. generations, Uh-oh. you know, like, you play something from the early 90s, yeah. somebody who's approaching 30 ain't going to be mad at that. They yeah. still grew up on that. Yep, I'm 29, so you, you talk about Shook One's reference. I'm, I'm spitting the first Hey, I, I have an idea. We can't tell it to the people. I got an idea, going, too. We'll I got an idea. We, 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 oh, hell it's yeah. good to have everybody at the table who had, has put on and yeah. confronted an event. Yeah. I'm, so it's good. I, I got know. some things. How for much you, time brother. we got? We got four minutes left. Yeah. So we need to get to the four tools of the trade. I yo, know. that's one thing that we like. People hit me up and they be like, "Yo, I love the show." Yeah, just wish it was a little bit longer. Yeah, man. shout out to Full Service. Full, hey, man, give us a tight forty-five. Tight understand? 45, a tight man. forty-five. Tight forty-five. Just gotta tune in next week. Go ahead. Yeah, let's, uh, it's tools of the trade, man. You go ahead. So, tools <laughs> of the trade is kind of our closing segment. Okay. Um, so, it's really tool of the trade kind of represents something, whether it's. Uh, something physical like a notepad or a grill or a food truck or something tangible that you could say is helping you get certain uh, tasks accomplished right now that you okay. really need to get done or it could be intangible um, you know some people say faith in God mm. if you got two if you got an intangible and a tangible that'd be great but then after you state that give us your social media websites once again so people can see and find you give them an example Matt okay so uh, I would <laughs> say uh, <laughs> I would say uh, Tool of the Trade is this uh, app called Signal. It's a messaging app that is uh, encrypts messages, um, and the information that they store on you um, is very minimal compared to what some of these phone companies store on you. The reason I'm in cybersecurity, so I see and hear a lot of horror stories about what the government and other bad actors can do to access your information. So I've been playing around with the Signal app to kind of just minimize that footprint so that I'm in the clear. Sheesh. So if you're one of those like conspiracy theorists or you see like shit out of me, some of the like, things with like, you know, the, the face app fiasco and you're concerned about your personal information, check out the Signal app and some of these other encrypted uh, uh, platforms that can help you stay secure with your business and your information. So on Twitter, you can find me at Backpack Matt and on Instagram it's at Mr. Backpack, M-I-S-T-E-R Backpack. 
Yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, look out for some more uh, SBO sponsored projects. Um, I'm probably doing the, the, the grand, the grand SBO in 420 of uh, 420. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Ooh, 420, right, right, right. Yeah. So last we did, we did this 420 this year. It was a great event, intimate setting, just like every mm. everybody else's events. Mm. Um, Vizine vision. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your man over here was like sitting on a. Oh man, there's a video. You can <laughs> see Tom Tom take it off. <laughs> so, so, so the unfortunate part about what you're trying, what you're uh, grazing the subject of, <laughs> is I had the same experience this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we run out of time. Ran Go ahead, time. brother. We run out of time. <laughs> so yeah. So my tangible, intangible. Uh, I got this little notebook, man, and it has like. All my recipes in that drink. Yeah. Uh-oh. So hold that down. My intangibles probably be my son's um, just interest in what I actually have going on. They spend a lot of time in the kitchen with me. So hopefully they start to pick up. You have you sons? Know, but I got two sons, bro. Wow, wow. bro. Um, and social media, find us at Grand Chefs LA, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, the Mixed Play series, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, oh, I'm on it. And then uh, we got the GDSauce.com or the Goddamn Sauce, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. And uh website for the catering company is GrandChefsLA.com, MixedPlaySeries.com, and the GDSauce.com. Oh. Nice. All right, um, my name is Thomas, aka the facilitator. The facilitator. facilitator. So I facilitated uh-huh. an actual family member here. Yeah. Because his wife has been my play cousin since I was little. Nice. So I had cousin. to make sure I brought the family in and put, uh, held them down. Way to put them on. That's what it's about. So my socials is Thomas the Great on IG, Tommy Pickles on Twitter, P I C K L Z underscore in the middle. And my intangible, tangible. Pool of the trade. I'll have to say his family because mm. at this current moment they held me down and they held me down uh, last week as well. So yeah, I, I'm gonna say family is definitely my important thing for the week. Bet tool of the trade for your boy Bimo. Solid old janky first generation iPad I got right now. All my technology took a shit on me. A oh, solid <laughs> pull their pants down. It took a dump on me. Hey, what's uh, your charger look like? For man, that it's shit, trash. Bro. So make sure y'all <laughs> follow. <laughs> follow your boy at Bmo Brown on all social medias, and make sure you follow over the show the podcast OTS Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. We want to thank y'all again for listening to another episode of Over the Shoulder. Make sure y'all come back next week to pick up these gems that we keep dropping, baby. Yep. Shout Until out then, full service radio. Shout, shout, shout out, out Alexia in shout the background, Alexia in the booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout outs, shout outs, and we're gonna do shout outs until Alexia fades. Hey, man, creators create. Shout outs, baby. Shout out to shout the out. big group girl. thanks for listening to this program on full service radio broadcasting and recording from the line hotel in adams morgan washington dc full service radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like itunes and stitcher and our dj sets are available on mixcloud.com slash full service radio Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.